All right. That's how I, I always start my intros. All right. <laughs> Amen. What's up, guys? Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, hey. Daily High Five Podcast. We're back. I'm Joe from Joe and Tell. We got Chana D, aka Techno Dad, Michael Youth Man, Stevens, and uh, Ron is looking a little bit different today. Did you change your name to Polly Reviews, Ron? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I'm Ron now. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, you're you're kind of like filling in today, which is gonna be cool. Yes. We have Jeffrey here, aka Polly Reviews. He's a moderator with me on Budget Audio File, so you can find him there. Right? Am I welcome, man? Let me, yeah. let me correct me if I'm wrong. You know? Yeah. No, you're good. Yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, Chana, oh. what do you have there? You're showing off two. <laughs> I forgot I had the original ones too. <laughs> yeah. What What's up to everybody in the chat? By the way, what's up to everybody in the chat? We're gonna um, we're gonna be doing some call-ins a little bit later on, right? You just see here. Let me. I have some a ticker right here. Super chats are welcome. Yeah. Winky face. There it is. If you want our attention, if it starts getting crazy in the chat and we can't answer everybody's questions, you know how to get our attention. Chana's attention, for sure. Super yeah, Chana. Chana hears <laughs> that, that ching He's like, oh, yeah. what's up with that? <laughs> so so what's going on? What's new? What, what's new with you guys? Tell me, tell me what's going on. <clears throat> I've been doing cheer stuff with my daughters, man. So over the weekend, I've been busy doing that, but so doing some family time, but Prior to that, and even today, finished up the Martin Logan motion review. Super pumped about that, man. That is a kick butt system, man. And Chana, he's got some Martin Logans, and he's kind of digging those. He's got the next tier above the ones that I've got in for a review. I've got the motion series. And Chana, you have the electrostats? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the um, the electro motion, I think they call it. Okay. Yeah. So they're bad to the bone, man. I mean, I think they like I it. literally, they hit a home run with this setup. So it's pretty dope. Definitely cool. been enjoying my time with that. Shauna, what are you doing? Um, I um, well, you know, I went to Nam last month, and every time I go and I'm around a bunch of creative music people, it makes me want to stop doing everything else and just make music. So, mm. um, not that that's gonna happen. But, uh, <laughs> that's dangerous, you know, man. Uh, no, I know. Um, so I ended up buying three new pieces for the studio. So I've been clearing out my live table over here with my Moogs. And other synthesizers, and I got three things I put up on eBay today. Um, so, and I got the studio clean, a lot of less, no, not as many wires hanging around, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. it sounds productive, yeah. What's up, Jeffrey? What up, what do you got going on, buddy? Nothing new, really. Uh, unfortunately, no new equipment or uh, anything like that. Uh, I've, I've got those Canto Tux, I already did the review on Reddit. I mm. should be coming out with a video review pretty soon. Uh, I actually just bought a hard drive, so I have somewhere to store my reviews because <laughs> I've only got the one right now. Uh, but I should be doing that pretty soon. Yeah. Well, add you know, add it's good to quick. have you, bro. It's good to have you. You're a youngster. You're Thanks. a younger dude. And yeah. and because of that, as you know, when we met in person, I'm going to just I'm just going to clown on you all the time. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> that's all, that's how I am yeah, with everybody yeah. equally. Uh, that's the way yeah. I show my love. That's funny, to you guys. So yeah, man. Um, I've been out. I was in Minnesota. 
Um, I was telling you guys, you know, my grandfather passed away, so they asked me to go and speak. So I, I did that, mm-hmm. and it was great. Um, I got to, uh, I got to, uh, you know, mess around with my uncle's system over there, and actually, my uh, my cousin's husband, he he watches a lot of my videos, and I was mentioning you, Chana, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh yeah, the black dude. I was like, yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, that guy. So. Anyway, um, yeah, good times over there, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. You guys said I should take a day off, but I said nah. I'm I'm happy to be back. This is what makes me happy Sweet. to be here. Wait, Joe rolls, man. Yes, so Joe. Why don't uh, you let uh, Polly maybe share a little bit about you, and because um, I know that there may be some folks in our chat that aren't familiar with uh, your. So you do reviews on Reddit mostly. Yeah, I. Uh... I started about two years ago or so. Uh, I got my first pair of speakers, actually the Mica MB42X, the super cheap popular ones. Uh, and I had read a bunch of reviews leading up to there uh, about speakers that were bright or warm or I don't know, like whatever you would characterize them as. And I got my first speakers, I was like, cool, but I didn't know what any of those words meant in the reviews. So I got a couple more pairs of speakers. I got uh, the Klipsch R51M and the Elac B6.2 because those are like opposite ends. Uh, And I was like, oh, I get what people mean that speakers sound very different. Uh, And then I kind of dove right in and started doing reviews. Awesome, man. And here I am. That's cool. Yeah, Yeah, he he knows a good amount. He learned very quickly. And so, you know, it's always good to see, right? And you now have a YouTube channel as well, right? Yeah, I've only got the one one review, the Bowers and Wilkins uh, 607s, cool. uh, but I should have more coming soon. Very cool. So yeah. I'm sure Joe, Joe put a link to your channel down in the description after the video. After the video, yes. How do you guys like my shirt, awesome. man? You see I see that, man. He's, he's, yeah, no, man. Free promotion, man. Where's my hat, <laughs> man? <laughs> see, look, all you companies out there, if you want me to promote your stuff for free, all you have to do is make a cool-looking yeah. shirt. Yeah, just send it yeah. our way, man. And, and uh, make sure it's in my size. Free swag is always all you have to small. do. I've, I've got a cap shirt. I would have worn that yeah. <laughs> if I had known. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so what's up? Let me see. Just got to make sure we keep track of our time here because it starts getting crazy in the chat. What's up to everybody in the chat? Let's see who's in here. I see regular guy audio. You're yeah, regular you're a regular in here. Wayne Bennett, base, base god. god. Yep. Yep. Tahoe, yeah. Nevada. What's up, Tahoe? Uh, third era, did he take off already? Your fresh urinal cakes, fresh urinal cake. You, what's it? Fresh urinal cakes. Look, see, I got the PSB. <laughs> he was telling me that I could get these PSB. What I don't know what a urinal cake is, but uh, okay, you, you know, it's you pee on. <laughs> <laughs> You're, that's the thing you pee on. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's his name. Oh, how's his name is now something different? TJ. Okay, whatever. Oh, um, fresh urinal cakes, yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Let me just jump into some questions real quick. Questions, questions. Let me show this real quick too. Super chats are welcome. All right. How about this? Um, let's start it off with the with you. I keep I'm like Polly reviews. I'm like I, I don't. Okay, Jeffrey. Yeah, Can I call you Jeffrey. Can I call you Jeff? Go for it. Jeff is fine. Call Jeff him Mister Reviews. 
Mr. <laughs> he said Jeff is fine. Could be All Mr. Right. Yeah, Jeff. All right. So check it out. Okay. Hey, uh, by the way, you like this color. I noticed that. I don't think I don't notice that sort of stuff. Who, who likes that color? You. I thought I remember you seeing you like like that, you know, that crimson oh, looking. That's yeah, I wore red in that uh that review I did, the one. <laughs> All right. So so tell me tell me about what you wanted to talk about. Yeah, so uh, a store near me got an amp. I actually texted him. He hasn't answered yet. I don't know. I think it was the NAD M10, mm-hmm. um, and it had Dirac on it. And he was using some Bowers Wilkins, uh, the 700 series towers. I don't remember what they were. Um, and we were switching Dirac on and off, and it was like completely different. Uh, it absolutely changed the whole listening experience. Dirac is crazy. I've never had any. Uh, any room correction software or anything. Uh, and it, it blew me away because I thought the speaker sounded good before and they turned it on and it was crazy difference. And that's on a two channel or is that in home theater? It's two channel. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So tell me in more detail, like what did you notice? When yeah. Switching back so before? like pretty much everything got, uh, got a little bit better the, before there was, a clear center stage you could tell where everything was but after he switched it on the the vocalist was right in the middle um and we were listening to uh royals by lord actually when when we were doing this and she was right in the center uh there was no like guessing where she was and uh the bass got really really strong because that that song has a lot of good low bass and it it was pretty good before Uh, bowers wilkins are good speakers uh, but it cleaned it up uh, fixed any sort of there was some sort of phasing issue um and it fixed that up and and just sounded all around just a much cleaner experience i've never really i, I guess i never cared for looking into stuff like that before because i was like ah, oh, my room is probably fine but uh after i did that i was like man i should <laughs> i should get something for that <laughs> you're that's what i was about to say mike i'm like yeah. just chances are you Everybody's room sucks yeah. for, for this. Yeah. Unless you put yeah. something in there, it's not going to be that great. Yeah. And that's you cool see I'm in my room right now. About, there's uh, nothing on the walls. I mean, room oh, correction can yeah. take you so far, and, but it's definitely good for people, especially that don't have the ability to put acoustic panels on the walls. But even with acoustic panels, you're still going to have room acoustic issues. You know, unless you're like an acoustic yeah. engineer and you know exactly where to place them, what size and so forth. So I didn't take that quite that um approach when i put mine on the wall i was just kind of like i know i need to put them here and the rest i'm just gonna you know yeah, stick whatever it looks there. good yeah they look good here Metrical, <laughs> yeah. like literally uh, it just kind of but it definitely helped out in the room but you know so but that's awesome man so do you guys yeah. know what the difference is between uh what dirac claims to do versus odyssey anthem any of those things I don't. I have no know. idea. I haven't I, heard of Dirac yet. Mm, Dirac, so the, bigger, the, big, the bigger question is: Is it Dirac or Dirac? <laughs> I think it's. I think it's like a French. You have yeah. to say it in a French I way. I don't know. Dirac. Sean and, there you go. I think that's probably how you say it. <laughs> it Dirac. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Like you just spit out some German there. Dirac. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> So know, we so, never know what you're saying. <laughs> uh, I think it has something to do with uh, that they try to fix something that the other ones don't, mm-hmm. which is um, they start with impulse response. Okay. Like how, let's say, if you were to tap on something, 
you know, how it kind of reverberates, mm-hmm. something like that. Like I've seen something about ringing. It's it's way over my head. Maybe yeah. somebody else can chime in on that. But um, I remember seeing specifically that they try to fix uh, impulse response. And that's something that the other ones don't do. Um, they talk about pre-ringing, things like that. So mm-hmm. interesting. I, that was kind of my experience too with uh, Dirac is it seemed to be just a little bit better than the other things that I've tried. And I've tried many DSP, you know, doing my own type of uh, fixes. And it just seemed to do a better job than I could do. Thank you, Third Era, for the super chat. What does he say here? I'll drop a cool link for us audio enthusiasts. Yeah, do it. Oh, yeah. Do it. <laughs> I think one thing, uh, like I know for from my experience out of all the AVRs I've had in-house, Anthem Room Correction is by far the best out of the ones I've heard. Um, but I'm still waiting to check out Dirac. Yeah. And um yeah. See Anthem was okay. The ARC was okay in my room. Um I wasn't like as impressed in my setup. And I even worked with the guys at Oh yeah, um, they sent you a new file, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. So I sent them the what's kind of cool about the whole the way that ARC works is since you work off your computer, you actually save a file. And so you could save one file as a preset. You can make yeah. some tweaks to it, save another file, and you can load those files anytime. Kind of similar like REW does. Um, but so I was able to take that, tell them, hey, here's what I'm hearing or what I feel like I'm missing. I sent them the file. They made some tweaks. It helped out a little bit, but it, it just it kind of like sucked the life out of the bottom end of mine. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember you saying, yeah. So that was, and again, that was just my room, my acoustics. Um, and so I definitely. And you've got a full on like dedicated theater room. Yeah. Yeah. I have a hodgepodge like angled mess. Mm-hmm. So maybe that might actually be better though. Who knows? Yeah. No, it might be better for that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I definitely or, want to try that uh, NAD T778. Oh, I think we need to get one. Yeah, let's all all go. of us just send us all yeah. one. Just mm-hmm. we need we need four of them. Get them in the well, actually get get five and send Polly one. Yeah, send him. He doesn't do home theater. You don't do home theater, huh? But he could do. Could. <laughs> He's like, if you want to send me that joker, I'll if I'll you want to send me a three thousand dollar AVR, I'll, I'll yeah. do whatever. I know, I've got enough speakers for it. I just <laughs> He's like, that didn't take much convincing. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious, man. That's awesome. Well, cool. Let's see what else we have here. We have a, a little small question here from Nelson Chavez. A Joe is the Andrew Jones Pioneer Tower still your reference? You know what? It's never really been my reference. You know what I mean? There are better speakers that I have here. Uh, as far as something that's two hundred bucks, that's a floor standing speaker. I don't know how anybody can beat that, right? Floor standing. I mean, um, Jeff. In budget audio file, two hundred dollars and under floor standing speakers. What can you do? Uh, nothing. Uh, I, I've actually got the date and uh, the T six five two airs, and you know they're one hundred and fifty bucks. They're not bad, but I haven't heard those pioneers. But I imagine they're they're quite a bit better. Have you heard the the BS twenty two LRs? No. Uh, oh yeah, the 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 bookshelf speakers. I I have. I haven't heard the tower version though. I, okay, the well, bookshelf versions are good. Yeah, so those were like I don't know, hundred bucks and under, right? Yeah, something like that. The uh, Dayton also makes uh, the MK four four two towers. Or something. Yeah, 
four four two T's. Yeah, those look like they could be decent if they're anything like the bookshelf speaker. But in that price range, you know, people always ask, "Oh, I'm looking for towers under three hundred bucks." Like, there, there's not a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I actually I put those head to head, the four four two T and the Pioneers, and I like the Pioneers better for me personally. Yeah. So yeah, there's I that's a video on that. That's to answer your question. Oh, uh, another side note. That deal on the Yamos is a ridiculous deal. Oh, yeah. The home theater. Did you guys see that? I posted mm. it. Oh, so, what model? Uh, it's the Yamo S803 or the bookshelf speakers that mm-hmm. I previously reviewed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, there was a lot of buzz around them when they first came out. And for they were $199 when they first came out, right? And everybody's like, man, these are ridiculous for $199. Right. Now, the other, let me get this off the screen. Now the other crazy thing is, for one ninety nine, they are doing th- those speakers, center channel, and a pair of rear speakers as well. One ninety nine. Yeah, wow, not bad. The whole not bad. surround system. Yeah, I'm like, how can you? I mean, if you don't have something, just just get that. Yeah, better than you your TV speakers wrong. for sure. Better oh, than yeah. your TV speakers. Oh, They're one hundred ninety nine bucks, and be. I believe um, that. Uh, Vox, you guys are. I see you guys are talking about Vox and Klipsch. Vox uh, also owns Yamo, right? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Audi Vox ended up buying Klipsch and Yamo. I guess I think Klipsch bought Yamo. Yamo, like Yamaha. <laughs> Yamo, Yamo, Yamo. Before Audi Vox came in and and made their acquisition. Okay. I could. Joe, be I'm looking at this now on uh, on Amazon. Only the black ones are 200 bucks. The white ones are 416. Ooh. Oh wow. Uh, TJ is saying here that just the center on Crutchfield is 175. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the center on Amazon is 149. I don't know how they're selling the whole thing for 200. <laughs> the guy with the potato camera. That's. You. <laughs> is that me? Yeah. Wow. Yes, right. sir. Yeah. What does that mean? A little, little, hey, to, to, be, to be fair, I just called him like seriously like less than 30 minutes before this yeah. whole thing started. Like, hey, do you want to be on? Ron is is uh Ron has an earache and uh yeah. pop in here. Are you using hey, your, your laptop? I'm on my Mac. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you told me any earlier it was the best buy down the road, I would have grabbed like a real camera, but here I am. <laughs> oh good. My wife is laughing in the background hard. <laughs> Potato camera. That's me. Straight yep. up potato. He's now like there there is like, a oh. setting when you first log in that I think it allows you to select a higher like resolution. So I did that. Yeah. Okay. But I, I guess <laughs> it's, a, it's your camera. <laughs> it's just I, I was trying I to help you out, man. I was trying to. Yeah. Benefit no, that's okay. Maybe Spectrum's messing with my internet again or something. Yeah, you got to upgrade from fourteen point four K. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got another question here. Let's see here. What should we do next? What should we do next? Let's take one from Techno Dad, since you're not listening. Yo. Not paying <laughs> there you are. What are you doing right there? I, something fell down. I'm like the teacher. You know when the, the teacher calls on you when you're doing something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. I me. always got called on. And it was like every day, Michael, conduct cut. Michael, no, you, conduct you're, cut. You're such a bad, bad no, boy, no, no. Michael. I just I couldn't stop talking. So here's a no, no lie. I'm the only kid on this planet that ever got two F's in homeroom. What? Ever. 
You got graded in homeroom? Yeah, we had conduct. Like it was just conduct. So oh. basically, they introduced a program called the Silent Reading Program, and I didn't like either one of those words. Um, <laughs> so I would just sit there and talk to the girls next to me, or you know, I'd get up out of my seat, and she's like, "Michael conduct cut, Michael conduct cut." So, like, yeah. so I got two Fs. By the second semester, um, my dad fixed that. And wow. I got A's. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Bad boy pastor. <laughs> yeah. So we have a, a question. <clears throat> now Techno he's a dad. bad boy pastor. Here we go. Good question. Where, here. where should I put more of my money? Speakers or amp mm. slash AVR, audio video receiver? Yeah. That's, That's a great question. I like it. Hey, thanks. I get it a lot. And um, I usually say, now, of course, this is from a new gear perspective not mm -hmm. a used gear perspective right okay yeah but i would always suggest <clears throat> if you guys are looking um especially with avrs the technology changes we're Rapidly. still in that like hdmi 2.1 when is it going to be added i get a lot of questions like that so it's safe to say that you know you could easily upgrade an avr mm -hmm. every three to five years yeah depending on what new bandwidth limits or minimums um is happening hdcp 2.3 is like a new thing Sure. Um, so I would say put your most of your money in speakers. Mm -hmm. um, if you can get out there and find a youth man deal on some hot, hot speakers, you know, used stuff, definitely. All right. You know, do do what you can because the technology yeah. is going to change in an AVR. Not so much of an amplifier, but uh, mm -hmm. Joe and I noticed a lot more <clears throat> two-channel amplifiers are adding HDMI ARC so that you mm -hmm. can plug in your TV and have whatever... Come streaming apps yeah. you're using coming out your two channel sure. system yeah hey, i think i'm got? i'm 100 on that i would i'd buy speakers before or invest in more in my speakers than i would in an avr you know um and even on the used market you know if you're if you are buying used um you can get away with buying one or two years old and save some money on the avr side if you don't have to have that latest greatest technology but definitely the speakers aren't going to change, you know, for the most part. You can, I mean, I've got speakers that I'm rocking that are from 1980. And that's my main speakers in mm -hmm. my, my home theater. theater. The Las Galas. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. You, what would you say, Jeffrey? Uh, yeah. I, uh, so my speakers aren't as expensive as my amplifier actually my amp is much more expensive mm -hmm. but if i were getting into it now i would not do it that way i would yeah. spend more on the speakers than the amp all right all right yeah i think i would agree with everyone speakers first um we came up with that ratio last time that i've heard other people say which is uh twice as much on your speakers as your amplifier i think it's a good rule of thumb yeah. i could say that you know it's yeah. a good place to start which kind of leads to the, my question. Your question is kind of the same as mine, <clears throat> Chana. Copycat. Because I was about to yes. say, Chana copied you. Yes. <laughs> no, no. He copied me. My question went first. Uh, <laughs> here's here's my question, and there's a reason why I had this. Old speakers and old amps, when do I know to upgrade them? So it's kind of the same question, right? Sort of. Similar. Um, so <laughs> the reason I came up with this question is because I visited my uncle over there in Minnesota. He has a two-channel setup upstairs. They have like different. They have a basement down there too, right? Basement. He has a uh, uh, like a home theater setup, right? And so I'm looking at all the components, and uh, 
he's a cardiologist. He has money. You know what I mean? He can buy, he can buy a few things here and there, but he, he kind of waits for me to let him know, like, you know, what he should do. And so upstairs, I don't know if you saw the picture that I posted on Instagram, mm -hmm. but it's these old Klipsch KG 2.5s. Have you heard of those? Yep. I had the 3.2s and the 1.2s. Are you serious? Yeah. Everybody seems like I posted them like, ah, yeah. nobody knows what yeah. these are. Empty. <laughs> Everybody commented. Yeah. Hey, the KGs. Yeah. Yeah. The KG yeah. series were decent. Did, have you seen those? The MTMs, Klipsch MTMs. Yeah, there was a pair on Facebook Marketplace near me a while ago. Everybody seems to know about them except me. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So anyway, I saw them. They look. They look cool. The other thing that you appreciate when you look at something like an older speaker like that is like it's real wood. Like yeah. Oiled walnut. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Instead of like some of the stuff, we're just happy if the veneer is like, you know, the thin piece of veneer. Right. If that's real wood, you're just you're like happy decent. already. You know like, what I mean? Yes, I got a sixteenth yeah. of an inch, man. I'm excited. Yes, it's I got so, a sliver of wood. Yeah, I'm happy when the 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 vinyl looks realistic and has texture. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, anyway, he had one of those upstairs, and I kind of hooked him up with just like a small class D app, just because he wanted to keep it on all the time because he wants to. Talk to his Amazon uh, Echo, right? And be able to just give it commands and say, play this. And then my aunt can use it. You know, it's just super easy. And we didn't want to set up an amp like a class AB amp that would get hot, that would be on all the time, 24-7. So, you know, we made some sacrifices. We got them a class D amp, you know what I mean? Um, and they run it fine. You know, they're in a pretty big room and they sound they sound good there. Um but the thing is, I wouldn't upgrade those speakers. Like, I was impressed with those speakers. I thought they sounded really good, right? Yeah. But downstairs, so Chana, you're going to like this one. Downstairs in the basement, he just upgraded his TV from like an older, I forgot what it was, but it was 1080, right? To a new 4K Sony. is like 900 something. I don't know mm -hmm. the exact model number. Do you know which one I'm talking about? 950G. Something like that. It was, yeah. it was nice, right? Um, not OLED, but yeah. it looked good. Anyway, uh, we're kind of browsing through, and his system, I got him some ELAC speakers last time I was there, um, of course. And his amplifier was an old Harman Kardon uh, AVR, right? Now, you can imagine, you can see where there's an issue, right? Because he was using a Amazon Fire Stick going into the Harman Kardon HDMI to mm -hmm. brand new 4K TV. This oh, is yeah. this Harman Kardon's like an old, old like. Oh yeah, so he's not getting old. the 4K or the HDR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're going back, and then you know how the Sony has uh, Android built into it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to YouTube on that, and I was like showing him some 4K stuff, and then going to the Fire Stick, which he prefers to use. Right, and, and showing him like the same, same exact video. video. He's like, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty much. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no that's clear I'm like, yes. like, he changed he totally changed once he realized huh? <laughs> yes it is clear and so in that case we ended up uh just going to best buy and uh going to best buy getting them a new denon avr oh wow which right? one did you get um you know what i don't remember the start exact... with an s or an x you know what they did not have any x ones over there which kind of annoyed uh, me uh, annoyed me a little bit you know because they were around the same price, and I think I would have preferred to go with a X model, mm -hmm. um, but they just did not have those yeah, sure. unless you went up to like 
the magnolia some of the higher ones. so it's funny i i called up uh i i messaged paul over there at sound united I'm like hey i'm gonna go you know let him know i'm gonna go get my uncle a new receiver right and he he's like yeah yeah dude show him your videos ask for a discount or something like nah he's a cardiologist he's good he's he's good <laughs> he doesn't and he need goes, the discounts right? yeah he doesn't need the discount and paul's like well tell him to get them a rants then what a sales guy yeah right um anyway hook that thing up and the other thing i wanted to say is he also wanted me to do um set up the harmony remote before Mm -hmm. with his old receiver i had it set up so he presses one button on everything yeah the macros yeah yeah well well i was like hold up a second we got this new receiver has e e arc right Mm -hmm. it just it turns on the receiver when you turn on the tv volume can Volume My is controlled right TV there. Yeah, it's all the, it's all the CEC um, stuff. <clears throat> Boom. Yeah. Done. So it took care of a bunch of different things. He was amazed with the um, with the what is that? Uh, Odyssey. What that was able to do down there. So anyway, my point being, back long story, short, long story long, I guess, <laughs> is that speakers, speakers upstairs, good. No need to change those, right? But downstairs, old receivers, you know. When it comes to the video stuff, you kind of need to keep those up to date. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. shame. But um, did you turn on enhanced mode on the Denon so 4K HDR pass-through happens? Or did, does he have any 4K devices? Bro, I watched I watched a Techno Dad channel. Are you crazy? He, he was, he was going <laughs> Are you your, crazy? He's going through your I went, tutorial. Bro, I went to the Denon, Denon, and then I chose this part that says right there, you know, 4K, and then it says, you know, you have to change that mode if you want to get 4K. Yeah, enhance. Right. I'm just. I also sure. had to do it on the TV. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I had to I'm do it on the TV. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, check out Techno Dad's channel if you don't know how to do that yet. He's got. If some you have the stuff. new stuff and you're still watching, in, in not HDR. Man, you know, um, I plugged in the new um, 4K player, this Panasonic UB420, which is their lower end model, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't giving me Atmos like right out of the gate so i had to like go in and mess around with the settings and stuff and those kinds of things kind of annoyed the crap out of me and everyone else that buys it because they're just like why is this not happening i'm looking at the denon and it's just saying stereo here's the weird part though i wonder how many people buy something like that and they don't even know that that they're missing out they just think they saw the sticker on there dolby atmos they bought a tv dolby atmos and they've got a an old school rca yellow video cable going to it and they're going man i'm getting 4k <laughs> no <laughs> you're not <laughs> what happens what happens if they were to just turn that on by default would it, i don't see anything would something not work Chana? what do you mean if they just left that uh enhanced as, as default would something no, just, not work just wouldn't yeah you wouldn't be getting 4k hdr so the reason i noticed that was with the denon x4400h there was an update and i ran the yeah. update and then i went to go play call of duty and then I was just like making sure I was in game mode on the TV and it didn't say HDR. I'm like, what the heck? So then I went into 4K details on the Xbox and then it said to me, um, I usually get a bunch of green check marks. It was yeah. all red and like oh. exclamation points. I'm like, what the heck's going on? And so I plugged in the Xbox to the TV and then I got green check marks again. Uh. Like, Something's wrong with the den. And, and, you know, that's that's how I troubleshoot, you know, take. Yeah, yeah. You know, Take path, of, out. path of least resistance and then figure out what's going on. So then I just poked around the, I found it myself. I didn't email anybody. I was just like, oh, let's go into HDMI setup. Oh, what is this? 4K enhanced mode. 
this is new. So I turned it on, and then everything was good. Why don't they just leave it on by default, though? That's what I don't mm. understand. So yeah, apparently there's an issue with older, there can be an issue, and this is why they do it on the TVs too. There can be an issue with older items that don't support 4K, uh, like like I have a direct TV box, which is 1080p. So uh, that could ha- cause an issue with it being an enhanced mode. But I don't know. That, I've never experienced it. One one more follow-up question. So when on the Sony, so you have Sony TVs, right? Yep. If I watch something that's 4K HDR on YouTube, right, that type of 4K HDR, am, am I supposed to see something on the screen? You know what? Um, that's the that's the bad part about the Sony's. You won't. You have to go into the menu system to see <sighs> HDR, right? And it's very annoying because, like, my LG does it all the time. If you're watching anything in any kind of HDR, it pops up, little alert. Which is what yeah. I like about it. The only time the Sony does that is when you pop in um, a Dolby Vision title. All right. So that right. scared me for a second because I'm like, I don't see it. Am I am I messing up here? Yeah. See, we, don't to go into it, we don't get it on projectors either. No. Well, yeah. Oh, no. Well, my my well my projector kind of switches. You see it like it switches oh, and really? then blank for a second when it switches yeah. to 4K HDR. Jeff, are you are you into that sort of stuff? No, I've never, never done that. I have like one of those cheap TCL TVs that was like 300 bucks. That's right. TCL makes some all right stuff. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah, the TCL stuff, when you get into the $600 range for like a 55 inch, they actually start producing some great picture and you get all the bells and whistles like ARC, uh, Dolby Vision, HDR, 4K, all that stuff. Mine's a 55 inch and I was planning on upgrading to a 60 or 65 inch and going, I, I like it. The Roku and everything on it is really nice. Mm-hmm. That's really I'd, handy. I yeah. think I'd stick with one and just go with one of their higher models. Yeah. The new uh, six series this year is going to be the one to get uh, in a okay. 65. Yeah. You get a ton of, um, they're bringing mini LEDs to the game for the 65 inch oh. on the six series, which okay. is their, I, I guess not budget, but it's like they're you know mid mid budget, high end budget. I, I don't know what to describe. Okay, okay yeah, but yeah, but I think it's going to be around a thousand dollars for the sixty five, okay. which is not bad. Yeah, uh, no, not at all. Getting, yeah. Are we missing anything in the chat here? Because I've been, I'm trying to look yeah. a lot over there. There's a you lot of Tekton speakers. Um, I want to hear Tekton speakers at Expona. <clears throat> Best Buy I, doesn't have anything. You got to order it. <laughs> someone near me has a pair of Tectons on Facebook Marketplace, and I went over to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were interested in my own Walsh's, and I was like, "Oh, maybe we could do a trade." Uh, yeah. And they just didn't really impress me. I was um, you remember a little what bit model. They were the the Mini Lores. They're okay. like five hundred fifty bucks or something like Those that. Those are like the least expensive ones they have, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, sure. So. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I was uh, a little underwhelmed at them. They're way too short. You would like you would need to prop them up. They're like thirty inches tall or something yeah. like that. Uh, and I don't know. Just just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Well, if he if Ron were here, he'd have to tell a short joke about either me or Chan. So <laughs> good thing he's not here today. <laughs> what else we got here? Trying to stick to the schedule so we can answer some. Uh, some more stuff yeah, going so. on in the chat. So if we're not, we're not ignoring you in the chat, it's just yeah. we have some questions that we want to make sure that 
Um, we get here's what's funny. Here. Grandmaster AJ in the chat here. Um, he said, "What timestamp? Timestamp four thirty three p.m. Four thirty three. He says, I have a bone to pick with Onkyo for that reason. In yep. order to get 4K HDR, I had to change HDR enhanced. But in order to do that, it's on a secret button combination that's what? diving in the manual. Get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Are you serious? That's messed up. Is yeah. that for real? I, I, I guess. I guess. Secret button combination. Yeah, it's like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, VA, start. Or something. <laughs> that's right, dude. <laughs> there it is. I saw a guy just beat Mario World in four minutes and 53 seconds like yesterday i don't know why it popped wow. up on my feed i'm like where did that come up funny old school so let's see what else we got here um uh let's see all right how about this one let me get this <laughs> chats out of here up, up, down, what, left, right, to get what, hands. that's awesome what are the top three characteristics of a speaker that you look for youth man yeah. So that was kind of my thought is, you know, what are the top three things, you know, do you, you know, when you're buying a speaker, what do you look for? I think for me, um, clarity and detail is huge for me. Um, and I guess that comes from the first set of speakers I ever bought. Well, first home theater system I ever bought was a Polk audio system. And it was kind of like in their middle tier. It was the RT 800s. And so they sounded great, but they had a, a soft on tweeter and they didn't have a lot of detail in them. And I didn't I always loved them. I thought they sounded good, sounded great. And then I bought a pair of clip speakers and there was just so much more detail. And I just reviewed the Martin Logan motion um, series and I heard that same detail and I like that a lot. So to me, the more like if we can pull out the intricacies on especially music or movies when i'm hearing those subtleties i don't know why that just excites me when i hear um you know just small subtle things you know what i mean i don't I want know. a speaker to sound like it's it's kind of veiled like there's a a cloth that's been draped over the top of it and certain speakers have that they're really really laid back and i'm my ears don't prefer a super super laid back kind of sound so i think to me clarity um the other one is um I don't even know how to best describe it, but I always refer to it as as um, presence. And what I mean by that is there are certain speakers that do a really good job. And I guess the easiest way I can explain it is almost providing like this wraparound sound around your head. You know, there are certain speakers that they just come right at you. Like you, you feel like you're just listening to the speaker out in front of you and it's like very directional. And then there's other speakers that just do a really good job at providing this kind of wraparound presence um, and enveloping sound, so to speak. And I don't know if you want to call that soundstage or if you want to call that imaging or whatever, but there's certain speakers that do it well and certain speakers that they're just not that great at it. Hmm. So that's two. So presence, presence, and detail. Clarity. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we said top three, but it's okay. Yeah. What else? You have one more, I'm sure. I just, I just, I like a speaker that that moves me. You know what I'm saying? So, it okay. kind of invokes some emotion when, within inside of me, whether I'm listening to a female vocalist and, um, I don't, I don't know. They're just. I what don't know spec how do you think that uh, refers to that sense of like you know yeah. something that would move you? What What is the spec on the spec sheet that 
that tells how, you that. Yeah, how do you even quantify that? <laughs> there isn't. You know one. what I mean? It's like what makes a speaker magical? You know, I, I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. I heard I heard a phrase at the I went to the Florida Audio Show and we went in this room and and the guy that was demoing the speakers he he gave a um a little clip and then he paused it and he asked these two guys in the front he's like now what did you hear there and it was almost like they were trying to just make stuff up like i'm <laughs> seriously i'm dead serious and if they're watching this podcast i'm That's sorry Polly in his reviews right there but he was like oh. he was like yeah there was like there was sparkle with that one i'm like sparkle Okay. Is he talking you about know. the top end detailed tweeter? I don't know. But then his buddy, like, he's like, now what do you think? And he's like, yeah, like the sparkle, like what he was saying. <laughs> I was just like, and then, his, like, and then the other guy's like, yeah, they're a little bit dark. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's you. Like, awesome. no, that actually doesn't go together, guys. Um, <laughs> Randy here says, base is a must. So here's a question, follow up question, Michael, yeah. is, you said a speaker that moves you. Mm -hmm. Can the speaker move you without having bass? Yeah. I mean, I want a full sound. Like, I've yet to find, for the most part, a bookshelf speaker that that moved me, you know, by itself. Um, I don't think bass is the predominant factor in moving me. I think you can have some great mid-range that can move you. You know, mm -hmm. I think you can have a, a detailed top end that can move you. Um but, you know, I think bass is part of that, but I don't think bass is the determining factor because you can always, you know, supplement that bottom end with a subwoofer. Well, some bass can move those speakers off your wall. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I've had bass move my internal organs around. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I mean, when you got four, four 18s, you know, oh, that's, yeah. that's quite a bit of Hitting pressurization. Note. Oh, <laughs> that's why we what? got a bath that's why we got a bathroom right outside oh, the uh... I'm good <laughs> oh man, that's funny the comments are pretty funny why did the okay yeah I know uh, it, it cleared up Shauna Thanks. what do you think about what three characteristics oh, oh, three of the speaker oh, that you look sorry. for sorry I was answering people I literally just about spit my water out Shauna uh, that would have been funny <laughs> hey, and I noticed <laughs> I, I noticed Polly's uh, video quality just yeah, it yeah. looks good. Yeah, no it looks really potato. good. No, no, now you can see me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Do that. No, you're all good. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it it's it's a tough one. Like if you're looking at a spec sheet, like yeah. you know, you it, like none none of that can like translate. Um, definitely, <sighs> base, transparency, and imaging. Okay, that's, so transparency. What do you mean by that? transparency that's like uh being able to hear it's it's i guess clarity uh transparency is like the term we use in like mixing mm -hmm. um and that's being being able to hear all the layers in a in a mix for a song awesome. okay right cool um and and to hear if it's actually like if there's enough uh <laughs> <differences>. <laughs> Differences in like reverb. I was telling you about different types of reverb on different instruments because yeah. the, the reverb is what adds the depth to the song. So, like that's all what transparency kind of like entails. It's like yeah. the, sure. that whole situation. Um, that's what I look for. And then I, I you know, I, as far as buying speakers or picking speakers, you really, really need to uh, listen to them mm -hmm. to see if you like them. Um, so, uh, 
and and to add to like what Mike was saying about the story about the yeah, I've seen that, I've seen that shit like all the time. And it's just <laughs> it was so funny, annoying. Man. I, I was like, I walked out you here. What <laughs> in the world did I totally just? There's some sparkle uh, up there, you know, along with the pop and sizzle. Um, <laughs> I well, the thing is, like when you're mixing, those are the kinds of words, you know, mm. like uh, it's a little little too much sizzle over here so yeah you would probably you know pull down like 12k a little bit somewhere in mm-hmm. that 12 to 14k range um so, so referring to the top end right referring to the top like sizzle like imagine like a steak sizzling on like a flat iron you know like that's that's you know which is probably um you know a good like quick hi-hat pattern or something like that so like you know we use these words in mixing a lot because mm-hmm. like, you know, the thump or the, what, what was it the other day, Joe? You're like, honk. Well, that honk, honk. honk. He's like, honk. well, honk doesn't sound a little too bit appealing. A little honk. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's to each their own. People hear things differently and yeah. some people just can't hear shit. So Jeff, what are, what are three characteristics yeah. that you look for in a speaker? Ooh, so uh, at first, I want to talk about how we we mentioned the spec sheet earlier and how that doesn't that it's hard to quantify what moves you. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my favorite speakers are my overnight sensations. Uh, if you look at a spec sheet, they should be really bad. Uh, <laughs> the frequency response is not flat. They don't have a lot of bass. They don't have dynamics. But for some reason, those are what I have on my desk most of the time, just because I like them. It's that's that's as simple as that. I don't know what it is about it. So top three things that that, uh, that I look for, I guess that it moves me is number one. Um, and then behind that, I guess uh, clarity is is pretty important. Um, I've got magnapans in my main setup because uh, I, I test a lot of different equipment um, and those are pretty revealing. So the the, the clarity on those is fantastic if i throw a different amp in there i uh i just got the shit vidar amp recently for review and hey, i swapped that out <laughs> and, uh, and it's it's really cool being able to hear that it's different it doesn't make uh that much of a difference like almost none but uh switching out my morants and putting in the shit uh it, it did make a little bit of a difference which is kind of cool so uh because i like to play around with the the front end stuff i guess uh that's important um and third i guess build quality uh if i buy a pair of speakers i want to have them uh for forever actually i'm gonna i'm gonna scratch that not build quality looks if i have to be looking at them (laughs) they need to to be honest (laughs) (laughs) they need to look good i mean those can kind of go hand in hand too right yeah i guess the the warp dows that i got right over there the don't tell me are those 225s they are 225s. Oh, uh, I, I bought those. Uh, okay, I'm down with that. Uh, I bought those specifically because I like how they look. And having them sitting there is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I actually I had them set up on my desk for a while. Um, I've actually switched it out. I, I got my C notes here now, which are hideous and unfortunate. Yes, they uh, are. But like, I did that myself. So I, I'm the one you to blame them. there. You yeah, I I built the C notes. Um, did, they're just. Did you build your overnights also? Yeah, yeah, I, I built those. Now that you guys can see me, I can show you. Yeah, Here they are. Let's see those overnights. Those Wharfdales look awesome. The the ring on those look great. Is the overnight sensations? So 
Are they what kind of finish you got on there? So they came with that. Uh, it's like a birch wood finish, I think, uh, and they yeah. came with that. So I just kind of I put a clear coat over a poly coat, uh, uh, ha, ha, ha. and uh, <laughs> and uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think the so that's one of the things that um, who who made those again? I should know this by now. What? Who 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 designed the overnight sensations? Paul Carmody. Carmody, right. yes, yeah. I should know that. So um, one of the things he said in an in a AMA was what's something that people care should like look at right or what do people care about when it comes to speakers and he said looks so yeah i think they look awesome i love the the bronzish cone on there yeah they, they don't look like anything else i've got everything else i have is black i'm looking around actually yeah. i made uh whatever the passive aggressive ones in white just for fun uh because i wanted something that wasn't black <laughs> nice but, uh, yeah. yeah, one of these days you got to show us all your speakers there. Uh, that'll, yeah, you, that'll be a lot. Make a video about it. <laughs> yeah, you make a video. You got to make a video. Make and a video. Share what the, you like about them. It's unfortunate. The uh, the HSUs that I've got, uh, those are phenomenal speakers. They're like 350 bucks or whatever, uh, but they're they're so ugly. I just, just can't look at are them. Those, are those speakers not subwoofers, <laughs> right? The, the speakers, yeah, the okay. horn, uh, the HB1 Mark II. Okay. You don't have to worry um, about honesty when it comes to you. Yeah. You yeah. will just tell it as it is. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, there, I can't look at them. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that, that's what I really like about the Martin Logans. Like, I'll, I'll just be sitting there, nothing's on, and I'm just looking at them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looks yeah. so sweet because they're like clear, long. you know, the, the yeah. I, and, and I've got a lot of questions about it after my previous review, even somebody on Twitter. They took a screenshot and then they highlighted the the electrostatic panel and they're like, "What is the purpose of that?" And then and an arrow and I'm like, "Oh, like that is the speaker. That's that's what's producing the sound." Yeah. And like that's that's the coolest part. They're like see through. You know, all right, so here here's an interesting thought. Like, okay, so on a typical speaker, you've got you know tweeter maybe up top, you got mid range in the middle, and then maybe like your woofers on the bottom. But with the electrostats, you know, you've got the big base on the bottom. So that covers the low end, but do they separate the mid range and the high frequencies or are you hearing it across that entire it's, panel? It's the across the whole, I think interesting. it's interesting. I think it's a 500 Hertz crossover for the sub okay. for the base. So mm -hmm. everything above 500 Hertz is handled by the um, electrostatic panel. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's literally like one crossover for that top end and mm -hmm. mid range. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not real familiar with I've heard them, but I don't I don't know a lot about them. Yeah, I think so, I might make a video about them because people uh, yeah. somebody else was like, What is that metal part on the top? You know what <laughs> like metal part? Question you know, mark? You know, what is that? Here's what yeah. you need to do. Get a block of cheese and just start <laughs> rubbing rubbing it on there and say, guys, this is this I found is the best for. use for <laughs> this speaker, man. <laughs> So real I've, quick, I, I don't think I got a chance to answer this. What are the top three know, characteristics of a speaker? Oh, yeah, okay. How did we chase oh, that top rabbit? Three All right. So I should know this because I happen to review speakers. So <laughs> top three characters. All right. So my what number one is that the speakers achieve the goal of what of the intended purpose. Right. So meaning a speaker might be made for home theater use, right? It better be awesome for home theater use. Right. 
right. it doesn't matter that those speakers aren't great for two channel audio because they're not really made for that right um same thing for a two channels like you know a speaker that's made specifically for two channel better be sound they better be awesome for that particular purpose right um and i think that kind of leads to like let's say for example some of the svs stuff i really feel like those were designed primarily for home theater use so judging them based on how they perform in a two channel setup is not really fair right in a home theater they're awesome right and so that's what i mean i think they should serve the intended purpose purpose right so let's say if you have a an inexpensive speaker that's supposed like mica rb42 right it's supposed to be a small speaker that has like a stupid amount of bass for the size right they do it and they do it extremely well there it is it does that extremely well. Now, am I going to say, hey, that thing doesn't look, it's not the best looking speaker and it doesn't play super loud? Well, yeah, that's 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 not really what it was designed to do. So that's number one, that it does what it was designed to do, right? Um, and I kind of want to touch on some of the stuff that you said, Michael, about um, what was, was it like um, clarity mm-hmm. and presence? presence Mm -hmm. and it's interesting i think that those are things that you definitely can show on a graph Mm. right so clarity so our i don't know if you can see these i finally got a pair of clip speakers finally finally the rp 600 m's sure and i measured these right did my frequency response test and like they extend easily like you know a lot of times 20 kilohertz you know starts to drop down or Mm -hmm. am i going this way yeah starts to drop down right right these are just like 20 like <laughs> that was easy going easy yeah. and that's the difference between something let's say that's bright where mm-hmm. it might it might like start going like this and then yeah. 20 starts dropping off so it has that hump which doesn't right. sound great like yeah. a lot of times like oh that's a bright speaker sure even though that speaker might not even extend out far mm-hmm. right it's kind of like a boomy speaker right mm-hmm. something with like fake bass right mm-hmm. boomy versus a speaker that can really play down to like below 20 hertz it can be perfectly flat but extend far and that's what i'm noticing about these clips actually uh you know i'm gonna save it for, for my full review but they seem to extend out yeah on the top end right um so maybe that's part of it i think what you're saying about it enveloping you mm-hmm. may have something to do with uh like the dispersion pattern, mm-hmm. you know, you're used to horns a lot of times. And so that's going to have something that's going to be maybe a little bit wider, maybe more reflections, which kind of makes it seem like it's coming mm-hmm. from behind you too. So I did notice that about these two. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. What else? So I would say that I'll kind of count that as my two. The third, I would say I was, I look for bass, right? I do feel that Great. if it doesn't have bass, yeah, we're not going to be. We're not going to get along. Shit. If you're a speaker <laughs> company who doesn't make speakers with yeah. like a good amount of bass, you should probably uh, not Stop. send me those speakers <laughs> no. because that, that that's important to me. Now, it's important for me to tell the people who watch my reviews that because I might not rate it as high versus somebody else who's like, eh, bass. I don't really care yeah. too much. I'm mm-hmm. going to use a sub anyway, right? That's me. That's mm-hmm. you. You don't care so yeah. much about the bass. Yeah, I don't care. I I always have a sub anyways. So, no matter what. Yeah. See, I don't run a sub in in my two channel setup. 
I, I actually don't keep it on, but I've got one here. <laughs> on your desk too? What's the purpose use this up? No, no, not on my desk. Well, my uh, my main speakers and my listening setup get down to 32 hertz by themselves. So not a lot of music needs much beyond that. Are those those Phil, Philharmonics? Philharmonics, yep. All right. See, I know a few things. I listen to you yeah. once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. I, what what questions do we have here in the chat that we need to answer? Throw up some super chats here if you definitely That's want your thing chat. answered. If not, then we'll take some calls too. So let me see here. If there are any questions that and you don't want to call in <laughs> and you definitely want it answered, then high five, uh, high five Vegas commenting on your uh, new microphone there, Joe. Oh says, no! Says Joe, Joe got the SM7B trying to flex on y'all. What are you well, talking about? To... I have the same one. It's right here. Uh, okay. <laughs> Look at there. See, they're both flexing. Um, Phil DePill said a good treble and mid range is a nice set of pajamas and a good pillow, and the base is the blanket that brings it all together. Mm, wow. That's a good way to describe that. I like, that. I like that. Yeah. That, that was that's... a little up in the chat. I don't know exactly. That was cool. All right. <laughs> all right. Well. Shall we take a call then? I'll, I'll throw up the banner Let's if anybody it, wants to give us a yeah. call. Let's do it. Let's do that. Um, Take the super chats out. I just thought that was funny. that the, You could do it as a ticker. Yeah. Is that new? It's hilarious. <laughs> super chats are welcome. All right. So let me see. Make sure I'm set up here to take a call. Yeah. So if you have a, a question, if you want to just call in and talk to us. Uh, if you want to harass Jeff over here, since it's his first time, thanks. Yeah, he's got yeah. it under control. He's he's yeah. an East Coast guy. He can handle anything that you mm -hmm. throw at him. I hope so. Don't oh. worry about that. Ran by Monkey says, uh, "I say an EQ is still a very needed component, the last component, but a good one." You know, it's it's funny. Like there are not a lot of EQs out there. Like nah. they're like small little things, and you gotta mm -hmm. like I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I know, I think, I, is that your friend? This has to be your friend because he's just Dude. been on you all day. Is no, that Phil the Troll? I have he's no idea who that is. Probably your buddy. I'm about it though. Phil's, um, troll, Phil's trolling us, man. DJ, DJ Southpaw says speakers are definitely like furniture. I care about the sound first and foremost, but at the end of the day, they have to look nice also. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Oh, here we Some, go. Someone mentioned Gershman. Oh, is this a call? Yes, you are okay. on the air. What is your name? Where are you calling from? What's your question? Um, this is Michael Bridge. Um, I'm from Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, Michael, what's uh, up, man? I just got a Den AVRX uh, 3600. And I've got a set of Dayton Audio speakers that I'm using as my LCR right now. Mm -hmm. But... The Denon does not like the forearm load hmm. as far as the speaker, off. so it keeps on going into protect. Uh, so, just wondering on like a affordable uh, power amp, um, two channel power amp recommendation as far as. Um, Are you? A quick question. Are you going to run any other channels or are you just running the left and right for right now? I'm just running left and right uh, for right now. I basically, I got uh, those, uh, you know, the center channel. I'm using those as my right and left uh, 
Dayton Audio. Uh, yeah, which uh, Dayton Audios are they? Yeah, they're the uh, the four inch, the MTMs, the Dayton. Okay, oh, so they're the MK series, MK four four twos. Yeah, that's it. Right, kind of like the towers that you were talking about earlier on the chat. Yeah, yeah, so the towers I had are the four four two Ts, the transmission line. You're talking about the four four T. Four four two T's. Yeah, the center channel no, version of teams. that. Uh, um, I'm using those as just my right and left, and I have three of them. But uh, either a two channel or like a say like a, a five channel where I can use it later on down the line. I'm building yeah. a set of speakers right now, and I just got those because they're on sale and cheap over Thanksgiving. No, so. no, is it shutting off when you're playing it at a certain volume, or it, it will, it will, uh, it will like eventually shut off. Like even if I'm playing at like, you know, just like normal, like playing TV volume, mm-hmm. so it'll eventually shut off. Are you, are you noticing no. that it happens more or more often when bass hits? Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's probably more, it's more often oh, when okay. bass hits, or if I if I uh, uh, if I do crank up the volume a, a little bit, it will just within thirty seconds it'll it'll really? go into protect mode. Hmm. Because I, I don't so. know that those are like the most demanding speakers. I'm a little bit surprised that at thirty six hundred, you said yeah, it's that's an X thirty six hundred. Too, I was thinking it probably in time because I've had Denons before where. Forum speakers weren't an issue. Yeah, does that sound odd you to know, you? Uh, so this Shana... is the MK four forty twos, maybe. It's a two yeah. way, um, I mean, four inch. It sounds to me like um, I just don't see how that I would just pull the, that the much. AVR doesn't have enough headroom for those uh, forum amps. Or sorry, forum speakers. Uh, go ahead and share this. Yeah, I did a screen okay. share, Joe. Can you put there it you up? Go. Okay. All right, so I would say something like this would be a decent way to go about it because um, right here, 150 watts RMS um, into four ohms into four ohms with both channels driven. That'll give you more than enough power um, in you know for those for those speakers. And I mean, 299, not bad. Um, if you were looking at five channel, um, this is the model 5000 by Outlaw. I actually still have this. Um, they haven't asked for it back, so fantastic. Um, <laughs> and this will do, um, where is it, 4 ohms, where is it, 180 watts in all channels driven at 4 ohms. So if you're just running two channels, you're probably over 200 watts. Um, oh, sorry, did I not show that one? My bad. Mm, yeah, we're still seeing the Mativa. Do, 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 do. StreamYard, you are so yeah, it's, it's, right, it's hard to, to share your screen, man. Especially being a bunch of tests. All right, so yeah, so then this there one is six forty nine, um, on Amazon or directly through them, and it's one eighty by five into four ohms. Um, so that that's a that's quite a bit. And this is the I, I know the stats. If you're just running two channel into eight ohms, this is putting out one hundred seventy watts per channel. Um, so, you know, at a four ohm load, you're well above I'd say two fifty. But that's a guess. I mean, I'm just. Yeah. Hey, Michael. Here's yeah, so, so for the speakers that I'm running right now that are the forum load, 
there'll be it'll be way more than anything I need with those small speakers. Yeah. And then basically my plan is uh to eventually uh just use that for my main center stage once I get my speakers built, which are gonna be and I'll probably just end up either selling those four ohm speakers or uh um getting another small uh um, two channel amplifier and putting them in the rear. What what kind of cable are you using? What kind of speaker cable are you using? Uh, like fourteen gauge, just your normal, uh, like zip cord type stuff. Okay, it's it's decent gauge. It's because, not anything special. Because you need to run a cable that's at least ten thousand dollars. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no. Um, one of the one of the comments here is just, just to check your your connections, because a lot of times you might have a strand of cable. Is it a banana on one end or just a bare I, wire? I had uh, I tried connecting it four different ways. Okay. So I tried different. I got two different styles of banana plugs. I tried connecting it that way. Tried doing it bare wire, and it, it seems to do the same thing. Yeah, so I don't think it's a connection issue. It just seems so a little bit surprising to yeah. me. That's Michael, all. here's another thing that I would recommend doing. Do you have any other non-forum speakers that you can At try? At the moment right now, I I'm I got rid of most okay. of my other speakers, and okay. I'm building a set of speakers, so I've got no way to really yeah. uh, test a good way to test it. Uh, I'm just looking at those speakers. My dad has to... I would say maybe try try this. See if you can try it maybe one at a time and see if it's one particular speaker. You know, it might not do it because it channel. might it might yeah. Kind of swap them yeah. around and try them one at a time to see if when you're turning up one of them, it's it's more likely to do it. I don't know. It just seems kind of odd yeah, to me. Kind of I don't I don't yeah. see how a receiver would struggle with because you're only running how many speakers right now. Just two. I've got uh, left, right, and center is what okay, I was so running. Three. Yeah, I don't see any receiver on the market that's going to struggle with with three speakers that are four inches. You know, I mean, if you were running, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm. I was, well, I'm yeah. I was scratching my head too, and I'm just. Sure. I I I well, know a fair amount about mm-hmm. stuff, but it's been like yeah. I was into car audio when I was a kid, you know, it's not something I've done for the past 15 years. So it's just, yeah, something, honestly, something just seems a little, little out of place there because like I said, those speakers, I don't think, I mean, you could get a expensive Sony. Well, they're very inefficient. So those are not very, but they're inefficient. They're not highly efficient. They're, they're four ohm speakers. And I think, 86 db sensitivity Ooh. so you do have to crank them up you, they do require some juice yeah um it's just it just seems kind of weird that it would do that that's all yeah jeff no, what do you I, think I, I agree with you i just wanted uh um i'm more concerned about uh, this uh cancer and reproductive harm warning on those speakers man <laughs> gonna be careful only in california, california though right yeah yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't affect us floridians i would, but... I would say yeah, one more they don't care about the rest of us right <laughs> yeah. yeah i would say one more thing is if you if you do uh get a chance to try out some different speakers 
And if they still do it with other you speakers, know, it might a, be an issue a, with the amp. Um, yeah, I, I mean, my dad, uh, uh, he has a set of uh, Infinities, uh, okay. some older speakers that are yeah. six ohms. I'm going to yeah. probably end up taking, if I can't get it to figure it out with the stuff that I have, I'm going to take it over to his house. He's got a five channel set up in their feeder that's all like um, um, uh, yeah. it, it, they're I know those speakers work, and I, you know, I it's known good uh, speakers and uh, stuff. And if it does the same thing with that, then yeah, yeah. I think the receiver's defective, possibly. Yeah, troubleshooting but. is always kind of a pain in the butt. But if you if you can get to the point where you can eliminate one component at a time, or even opposite, start with nothing. Yeah and add one component at a time mm -hmm. until it breaks, then that can hopefully point you in the right direction of, okay, it's something in, when I add this speaker, something, you know, breaks. Yeah, kind of like I was an auto mechanic, do the same type of thing <laughs> yep, with, with vehicles, you know, you just remove, mm -hmm. go with the most likely thing and, you know, keep sure. on removing stuff until you figure out what it is. Well, yeah, hopefully we're of some with that, man. Some help, uh, you know what? Before you go, I would just say call up uh, the guys over there at Just Audio Repair. You know, so this is not a sponsored thing, it's just that I know that they do repairs on amplifiers, and I think they might be better suited to tell you what specifically it is, right? Or if even, it is the receiver itself, or direction of uh, things to check, that type of thing, and try yeah. be a little bit more helpful troubleshooting. But yeah, cool. give them a call cool. and just ask Thanks them. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Well, thank you again yeah. for calling. Yeah, thank yeah, you very dude. much. Thanks, Michael. Definitely Have a good love night, you man. guys. Joe. Take care. Thanks, Have a good man. one. Bye. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, that was a that was a rough one. Yeah, that was a tough one. The bad thing is there's just so many different factors that it could be. And it's literally just some. It, yeah. It's just a matter of trying different things to figure out where does it break down, and even then, it can be frustrating, you know. So, but good luck to him, man. Yeah. So good, we're good over the hour mark. We can answer a few more questions here. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Answer some questions. If anybody else wants to call in, let me throw that number up right there. Someone just asked, "Why not to?" Or why not replace uh, drivers with car speakers and home audio? Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of car subwoofers, I, Joe would probably know more about this than me. A lot of them are two ohms, and you might have trouble pushing them with yeah. uh, any kind of home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before, when I was younger, I didn't really know about ohms, so I just, like, I just parallel everything. Like a bunch of speakers, <laughs> you know, all in parallel. Why is this not working? But yeah, the uh, car audio speakers are typically four ohms and below, mm -hmm. right? So they can get down to one, one ohm, ohm half ohm. Some of yeah. them can get down to a half ohm. We got a call here. And it looks Some like it's from big. Ohio. We'll see. Real big caller, you're on the air. Say your name, where you're calling from. What's your hey. question? Hey guys, name's Chris Cahoot. I'm from uh, Ohio. Yeah, hey Chris, Chris, what's up, man? Thanks for calling in. What's your question? 
Oh, I wanted to say hi to you guys. I've been watching you since you all pretty much started. Awesome. Oh, cool. So I just wanted to say, give you guys a shout out. Appreciate I did it, have man. one little simple question. Go ahead. We're ready. My question is, my, <clears throat> I have a 2,800 cubic foot room. Okay. I have two S, uh, SB um, 2000 Pro subwoofers. Okay. All right, so the new ones, okay? Yeah, they're, they're. I think it's a little weak. What do you guys recommend for that size room? Well, real, real quick, you said twenty eight hundred cubic feet. What is the in so square what's, what's feet? The dimensions cubic of the room? Feet. Yeah, give or me even, a cubic even the, feet. Even so the I dimensions, know. like what's Height. how big is your room? Yeah, uh, it's twenty four foot long, fourteen and a half feet wide, and ten foot tall. <laughs> okay, okay, so that's a big room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almost like my living room. Almost, yeah, the big boy room. Okay. Yeah. If if you're looking to stay in the same price range, probably uh HSU, they've got their 15-inch ported ones are uh, around the same price as uh S2000 Pros and they'll give you a little bit more power and a little bit I don't know if more power but it'll be a little bit bigger. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Phil's on on a roll. Okay. Isn't that a big ass room? <laughs> it's like pretty big. It's a big room. So yeah. where where do you have these subs? Yeah. Uh, they're about a quarter of the way in from each sidewall. In, okay. What happens yeah, when they're like near you, the not walls? Not in the center, so they're. What happens when they're in the you know, corners? I have a fourteen foot. Uh, I have the SV uh, SVS Ultra Towers between ah. the sub and the the wall itself. Okay. So I can get a bit, a little bit wider sound stage for everybody in the room because I kind of got a couch against one wall. Mm-hmm. The council gets the other wall, and then my two listening chairs, fifteen feet away from the front wall. Oh, you so got you beat, Chana. Oh man, you got <laughs> you got, beat. Fifteen feet away yeah. on the ends. Okay, so it's fifteen foot to the, you know, to the the screen. So mm-hmm. I have an eighty-five inch Sony nine fifty G in the center, and then the equipment underneath that, and then a sub on either side of the equipment. But not quite, you know, it's, it's kind of far apart to 85 inch TV and then the towers on the side. It you sounds know, like a um, good setup so there, right? Yeah, I, so. I, I think, yeah. I, I think, um, <clears throat> have you, could you put the subs along the sidewall? Like, yeah, to... I just didn't feel, I had them like next to each couch. Like, I have a love seat, the couch, I have one oh. on either side of the room. But really, just didn't feel it at all. I got oh, a lot okay. better base from the front. Oh, you got if it was like their front firing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like facing so are you. These, yeah. Are these? The... I was almost thinking. Sorry about that. No, they're just you know you they're the sealed or two thousand. Right. So I was thinking about going. I was thinking about going with the PB four thousand. So you oh, have the the sealed. I know you the, have the sealed or the ported versions. He's got the uh, sealed, the SB. Okay, so you have the SB. So the the sealed. biggest part with that. I reviewed the SB3000, and I only had one of them. But to me, it wasn't that impressive for for. Mo- Are you talking about more movies or or um, two channel? A little bit of both. Okay, so for like for movies, I wasn't really impressed with the SB3000 in my room. And my room's a little bit smaller than yours. It's thirteen feet wide, nineteen foot deep, ten foot ceilings. Um. Mm-hmm. And so the PB six, I'm sorry, the PB three thousand was pretty awesome. I mean, that was a, I mean, it was a lot better performance than the SB. Um, so if you're not getting a lot, I mean, you're you're talking about dual twelves and a 
big honking room, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking, going with the... the P, I, have I don't want to go real 4, big, 000. like the Ultimate right. 16. Yeah, Those sure. are just massive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I was PB, thinking maybe the PB 4000, you know, not as big. Plus, I want to yeah. go gloss black, and that's the only... Sure. That's, you, you have to stay sealed under 4000 mm-hmm. is all ash black, and then the gloss black is the PB 4000. Right. You know? Now, it, it looks like... So I have a question. So what does the bass sound like when you say it sounds weak? How does it sound? Like, can you kind of describe, describe that? Describe it. Well, I have a friend that has PB3000. Mm-hmm. And he only sits like 10 feet from his speakers. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe less than that, a little bit less than that. And we watch like John Wick 3, you know, the gun season. Oh, yeah. The, the gun shootout at, towards the end. And with the shotguns, with the slugs. And man, mm-hmm. when they shoot them, things, it feels like it's pounding through your chest. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Put big smile on my face like you, youth man. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and then you get my twelves, and they're kind of just like, yeah. Ugh. You, yeah, know, you know, they don't have that bam. You know, sure. it's just that. Kinda, I, would, I think you, you know. need some fifteens, man. That's just personal opinion. I think you need before, two fifteens before buying anything. <laughs> before buying anything, yes, I I do believe that maybe those aren't the best subs for that size room. But before you go out and buy anything, I would say. Uh, have you messed around with the placement of those? Are are you sure that you're not getting any phase issues where they're canceling each other out? Because a lot of times you could well, run have that R-E-W issue, right? And, uh, okay. I've run REW, and I've had the mic in all the seats around the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, the one seat that I normally sit in, it was had a little bit of a dip. And what I did is I just put a little bit of, like, 20% mm-hmm. on the right sub to change the phase like 20 percent right and it flattened it right out for my seat awesome and then then it made you know the front two seats pretty good so (laughs) so you are using measurement uh measurements to make sure that you're not getting phase cancellation issues um yeah it sounds like he's getting a pretty flat response he's just not getting enough output yeah and part of that is going to be with running the sealed unless you what i'm what i'm finding in my theater until I went up to um, four 18s in a sealed enclosure, they they didn't. <laughs> I know John is like, seriously, dude. Um, <laughs> but you've got to move a lot of air in a sealed um, enclosure yeah. to like really, really pressurize that room. And it sounds like that's what you're wanting. Yeah. You're wanting are that tactile, you know, you push my chest in. Yeah. Are you missing yeah. the, the impact or is it also the low frequency extension? Like you don't hear the low underwater sounding type of bass no it's, it's got some real low you know they're pretty good they're no. they're pretty you low need, it's just that punch that, huh that, I think that you slam. Need okay yeah well i think michael yeah, I think got that's it right. i was thinking just your opinion on size for that yeah. size room. so definitely not maybe not not a sealed not yeah, sealed. maybe you just need ported i would look at ported definitely look, yeah, look at those three thousands look at those three thousands like i said you know? they're pretty rad yeah. i had I, I was very impressed with a single um, PB3000. Um, lots of output on that thing. Well, I got to go even, duals. It's got to be symmetrical. Even even the monolith, <laughs> man. That monolith, um, the M, I don't know the exact model number, but it basically is a single 15-inch. If mm-hmm. you can go with a 15, man, I'm telling you, when I went from a 10-inch to a 15-inch for home theater, what, John? No, the, no, no, no. The, 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 uh, oh, I'm like literally, you like man, set up. You need two fifteens for sure in that big ass room. Not a you, Mike. 
But mm. 15s, man, I'm telling you, they just move so much more air. And yeah. going from a sealed to a ported is more going game. to provide you with a lot more output. He needs more gain. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's a little inside <laughs> thing. I, I know That's what awesome. you're talking about over there. You're causing some trouble. Yeah. Michael, um, have you had the HSU subs at all? Have you heard those? Shoe. No. HSU, shoe? right? Okay. They, they've got uh, – I, I just looked. They've got a 15-inch – uh, ported one for 800 bucks. So the same price as the one that, uh, that you got from SVS, but 15 inch, 600 Watts. Um, that might be uh, a good option. Cause it'll give you a little bit bigger of a surface and the ports. I don't know. They're enormous yeah, that, too, right? Yeah. That monolith's going to be a lot <laughs> yeah. more. There's I just huge. looked, it's 1400. 1400. Yeah. There's no the GTR monolith. ones in that, in that price range. No, not even no, close. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Even the definitely gonna SB, give you a great bang for your buck. SB three thousand is fourteen hundred. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah. the PV, the ported. Yeah. So um, there yeah. are there are a lot of different sub manufacturers. Sure. We're just saying SVS stuff. It's just because we have a lot of experience with those. Yeah. You know, you have experience. If you have experience with I other ones, like you know, there's there are a lot of good ones for sure. What was the other? Even DIY up, ones too. I'm gonna yeah. look up Rhythmic too, because a lot of guys have yeah. referred. They mentioned yeah. Rhythmic, and they're just a great bang for your buck. <laughs> Yeah. Look here my uncle's got. got one and it's fantastic and a lot of well, those stick with the sbs because they want that gloss black you know oh, okay um, to match your ultra towers right and everything so you um, don't think anybody else makes it i have one black? other question for you guys let's go who's going to expona this year all four Pretty of us all all of us i don't know that's uh, the plan all of us, including Ron. Yeah, i'll go you down to go <laughs> the yeah, daily hi-fi crew is definitely gonna going to be there that's yeah. the plan, man. We'll see you there gonna if you're going to be so. there. Yeah, I'm going to be there, so maybe we could shake some hands and yeah, talk that'd be great, stuff. man. Yep, let's, come on, let's say do hi. it. Well, thanks again for the call. Hey, you're welcome. We'll talk. Thank to you. Guys Appreciate again. it. Have yeah, a good one. All right, take care. Cool All stuff, right. man. I think so he just was... needs more output, man. Seriously, I think you're right. Yeah. That's a big old room to try to yeah. fill with a lot of base, and to move that much, you know, you either got to have a smaller room or yeah, you know, I have the 15-inch Martin Logan, which is sealed, mm-hmm. and then I have the PB4000, which he was talking about, the ported 13-inch from SGS. Sure. Yeah. And man, like, I wish I could just keep both because yeah. that 15-inch sealed was fantastic with music. Yeah, sure. But just Absolutely. not, just yeah. not that greatest, you know, sure. for um, yeah. for home theater stuff. You know, like I felt a quiet same. place or yeah. I, I was gonna say, I think. Um, I think Jeff, you usually recommend the the ninety nine dollar Pioneer subs, right? Oh or yeah, the Polk, those oh, are the Polk subs, right? The, <laughs> the Polk. Yeah. That's your thing. Uh, yes. We used to blow. <laughs> we used to blow those at Circuit City, man. They were so bad. That's your favorite. They, they, sub. We would blow them all the time, so we'd put them up against the Velodyne and you know just stomp all over it. One so of my all right. cousins has one. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're pretty- <laughs> Paul, Paul, I just wanted to say thank you. He, uh, there's a ten dollars super chat there. He says, "Love the content from all of you, and the live help Thanks, is awesome." You, you know what? This is all fun, man. Yeah. So thank you guys for the support. We get to just go here hang and out talk and about talk. speakers. We just get to hang out, man. <laughs> Are you enjoying this, Jeff? This is your yeah, first time. Yeah, this doing is this? fantastic. I'd do this every day if I could. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Jeff. Here's right, a little. Here's a little you can do this every day. Oh, oh wow. There it is. Snap. So nice. bust it out, man. Yes, yeah. sir. You can do this every day on your channel. Every single day, man. I could. Yeah. Well, cool, um, guys. Got one I, video. That's all right. 
keep <laughs> keep on going, Jeff. I just want to say thank you again yeah, man. for thanks being for on here us. and, yeah, and, and uh, especially last yeah. minute. Good to see last you again. Minute. Last time, yeah, you what, too. June, June or something. Yeah. yeah, dude, my phone broke and I don't have your number anymore. I so, uh, uh, we'll get nobody calls. Charlie. Well, yeah. he'll, he'll just yeah. we'll put it we'll put it up right here. We'll just put okay, Charlie's yeah, number right, on right here. Right on the screen, <laughs> right on the screen, right here. All right, hey, you could put his eight hundred number up there. Charlie's oh, one is dude. Well, I guess Joe's got one too. Jeff uh, Jeff's channel is Polly Reviews, right? Yeah, Polly Reviews. Yeah, Polly Reviews on YouTube. Right the very bottom. Well, make sure to check yeah. him out. Make sure to check out Chana Techno Dad on YouTube and Michael Youthman Stevens. You can find him on there as well. You know where I'm at. I'm right here. And that's it. If you want to check this out, audio version, it's at, hold on a second, anchor.fm forward slash daily dash hi-fi. Anyway, that's it. Take care, guys. Later, guys. Have a good evening. Bye.